You are listening to the Live Diet Free Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Avant, personal trainer, sports nutritionist, and weight loss coach. I'm here to help you lose weight for the last time without sacrificing your quality of life to do it. So pop your headphones in, go for a walk, and learn how to become the healthiest, happiest, and most confident version of yourself. So you guys, I'm testing out filming in a new studio today. It's also known as my kitchen. Um, I know that the sound in my office where I normally record isn't the best and I realized while the house is quiet I kind of have full rain so didn't bring my whole recording setup down just brought the microphone it's got a very long cord so you can kind of picture me looking like a game show host (laughs) wandering around my kitchen in my gym clothes recording this podcast so there's your visual that's what I'm doing I want to talk today about something that I see really often with regards to setting weight loss goals, any really any goal in general, but this is going to be focused on weight loss. So I have some episodes from the beginning of the year talking about setting New Year's resolutions or goals and how to go about doing that well. And this is the time of year that you've probably all but forgotten about them. And that's what I want to focus on today is kind of the downside of setting goals in January and where things go south later in the year and how to not get to this point in the year in kind of late spring, soon to be summer, I guess it's really mid-spring, I guess, Um, but how to kind of revive your commitment to your goals later in the year. So the biggest issue that I see with setting goals in January is that Well, so first of all, there's kind of a few different categories of people. And you'll know as I walk through them, you'll know kind of which one applies the most to you. So you've got the people who consistently set New Year's resolutions and consistently achieve them. Those people are probably in the minority. Then you have the people who either don't set goals at all because they've gotten so accustomed to not following through on them, that they're like, well, I'm just going to skip that part. I'm going to skip the disappointment and I'm just not going to try in the first place. Then I won't be disappointed. Then you've got the people who year in and year out do set New Year's resolutions, but rarely accomplish them because they lose steam mid-February usually. So this is geared towards those latter two categories. If you're setting goals and you're accomplishing them, great. Keep doing what you're doing. But if you're not setting them at all because you're scared, you're not going to put in the work, or you are setting them and then you're actually not putting in the work, that's what I want to talk about today. So one of the most overlooked aspects of setting goals is periodically checking in with yourself and seeing how you're doing. The business coach that I work with talks a lot about how the purpose of setting a goal isn't actually to accomplish it. It's to work on, number one, believing that you can achieve it. And then two, figuring out the steps to get there. And even if you don't get there in the basically arbitrary time frame that you set originally, you are still better off than you were before and you're still closer than you would have been if you hadn't set the goal in the first place. So the goal is not, but the the point is not to lose X amount of weight in X number of days and be very like rigid with it. The point is that you want to get clear on what you're trying to accomplish so that then you can lay out the steps of how you're going to do that. And then to, this is what people don't do, to check back in every week, every month, every quarter and see how am I pacing? Do I even still care about this goal? What has changed between now and the last time I checked? Um, 
are my current behaviors getting me the results that I'm looking for? Have I over or underestimated what I can accomplish in this period of time? No big deal, but really looking for for the lessons and, and celebrating the wins. And very seldom do we do that. We have this rush of enthusiasm in January of like, okay, these new beginnings. And I told myself from Thanksgiving through the holidays that I wasn't going to worry about my my weight. And come January, I was going to really buckle down and get serious. And everybody around you is kind of feeling similarly that they want to make changes. And there's just like, it's kind of in the air. And then usually what happens is you kind of jump on board with whatever you think is going to be the fastest way to get to that end goal. And usually in the weight loss world, that is something very rigid and restrictive and drastic, which you may feel like you need or deserve after how wild you went over the holidays, but it doesn't work. And some of the earlier episodes, some of the very first episodes are talking about, you know, what to do if you feel like you need the cleanse or the detox and how to avoid trying to do all the things at once and, you know, falling on your face not long after. So you take, you know, January comes, you set the goal. Usually you've set this very vague goal to lose weight, feel better, get healthier, eat better, exercise more. These really vague things that sound good, but aren't really specific enough to be useful. And then you try to do all of those things at once. And you're like, okay, what would be healthier? I'm going to cut out gluten. I'm going to cut out dairy. I'm going to cut out alcohol. I'm going to cut out um, you know, whatever else is left, sugar. I'm going to cut out animal products. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to close my ring, my Apple Watch rings every single day. I'm not going to miss a day on my Peloton. I'm going to do intermittent fasting and I'm going to do low carb and I'm going to track my food. And you just like pile on all the things because it feels like the more, like the, the more you're doing, the harder it is. And that seems like a pre-qualifier to be successful. And inevitably, you can't maintain that for very long. So either you make a conscious choice of like, Ugh, I can't do this. If this is what it takes, screw it. Or it's the more subtle life just kind of starts to get in the way. Your work demands pick up, your kids get sick. You can't, you know, you miss a day here. You can't you eat after your feeding window ended. And, and it's just kind of that slippery slope to by, by early March, you're kind of just back to what you were doing before. So, I'm going to tell you at the, at the end of this episode about a, a free workshop that I'm doing this weekend on Saturday, the May 8th. <clears throat> Excuse me. So if you're watching this, if you're listening to this and you're a future person, <laughs> this workshop uh, will likely not be relevant. It's only going to be available in, in replay for a short period of time. So if you're listening to this the week that it comes out, the first week in May 2021, this will be relevant for you. It's a free workshop that I'm going to put on and it's going to walk you through how to overcome all the common pitfalls of setting goals. So... That's, that's one of them. There's, there's a teaser for you is that you tr- you're not specific enough about what you're trying to accomplish. You try to do too much at once. And the third one is really what I want to focus on today is, is that you're not checking back in. So what we're going to do during this workshop is give you the opportunity to reflect on 2021 so far, what you've accomplished as far as your health and your weight loss goals go, and then set some goals for the rest of the year, specifically the kind of second quarter or third quarter, I guess. Um, what is, I guess... That's, that's not a good way of looking at it because the second quarter ends midsummer. So anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> looking at the season of summer. The reason that taking the time to reflect is so important is because you can't be expected to know. You can't predict the future. <laughs> this is something that, you know, if in, 
January 1st, 2020, if somebody had said, what do you think you're going to be doing in summer 2020? You probably wouldn't have said, I think I'm going to be stuck at home and having to wear a mask every time I leave the house. So it's, 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 that's an extreme example, but it's very hard to predict what's going to happen in the future. So we can't be setting these long-term goals and then basically not revisiting them until a year later when it's too late to do anything about them. And that's how we end up setting the same goals year after year after year. Because we're not checking in and seeing, do I even still care about this goal? Or is it just one that I kind of set because I felt like I should, but isn't actually meaningful to me? In which case, let me just erase it. Let me just you know, scratch it off the, off the list. Have my circumstances changed? Was I previously in a better or worse circumstance that made it easier or harder to, to lose weight? And now I can kind of adjust, I can recalibrate based on the circumstances now. So for example, did I start out the year not having anywhere to go, not being able to walk you know, to the train around my office, not being able to do my active activities. And now as we're going into summer and the, the lockdown is lifting, now I'm able to be a lot more active. That's likely going to expedite the weight loss process if your nutrition is, is aligned with your goals. So it's important to actually think, okay, looking at the next few months, what can I expect of myself? And how do I need to change my routines, my behaviors to kind of account for those things? If you don't revisit your goals from when you set them to when you're supposed to have accomplished them, it's very, very unlikely that you're going to have done them. So what we do with clients is weekly check-ins and we're not like rehashing, okay, in January, you said you wanted to do this. What did you do this week? But we're looking at like the, the actual outcome once you know the outcome that you're after, you kind of just need to table that. Then you need to focus on the day-to-day actions and the behaviors. So that's what we focus on in our weekly reviews is, hey, what did you accomplish? What went well? What didn't? What are the lessons? And what's the goal for this week? Because every week, we're basically just you know breaking down the 52 weeks to the 12-week chunks to the one-week chunk. And if each week you're making progress towards that ultimate goal, then you're going to get there eventually. It doesn't matter if it's in within the year time frame or if it takes 56 weeks or 48 weeks or whatever. So weekly, be checking in on your actual behaviors. And monthly, we do a reflection on goal setting call. We have an opportunity to actually celebrate what you accomplished the previous month. That's something a lot of women overlook too, is just kind of feeling like, well, once I get to, once I've lost the 50 pounds or the 25 or the 100 or whatever, then I'll be able to celebrate. And it's just so misguided because the the work and the the changes to your life don't happen when you get to the goal. They happen as you're accomplishing the goal. They happen as you become the person who can accomplish that thing. So if you're just delaying, 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 thinking I'll start enjoying myself, you know, I'll start I'll start appreciating myself or loving myself once I've lost the weight. I'll start enjoying my life once I've lost the weight. I'll start dating or I'll start pursuing a career change or I'll start being a more involved mother once I lose the weight. You're you're missing the boat. You have to start doing those things along the way because a certain number on the scale isn't going to provide that for you. So monthly, what we do with our clients on a Zoom call is they have an opportunity to kind of go through this, this workbook that, that asks them kind of these prompts. What goals did you set? What did you accomplish? How are you feeling about those things? How are you going to celebrate those things? Because we don't do nearly enough of that. And then we share that in a group setting. And we also talk about our goals for the next month. And these are just built-in opportunities. Even if our clients don't come to the call, they can still set aside the time. And I have some clients who will send me their 
their responses month after month. And usually those are the most successful clients, the ones who realize the value and the importance of doing this and set aside the time for it every single month to reflect and to goal set and to really be realistic with, hey, you know what? This month I have some travel that's coming up. I'm going to be busy at work. My goal is to maintain or my goal is to get in eight workouts or whatever it is then they're very clear, this is what I have to do week to week. And then when we reflect the next month, they can say, yep, check that box. Now, what do I have this upcoming month? I'm going to turn the dial back up again. I'm going to lose, you know, five pounds, 10 pounds, whatever. I'm going to ramp the exercise up. That's super important. So weekly and monthly, we do with our clients all the time. And what I'm going to be doing in this workshop over the weekend is giving you, I know it's not quite halfway through the year, but a good, a good amount of time into the year, I'm going to give you the opportunity to do that on a little bit of a bigger scale, to reflect on your first four months of the year. Actually look back on which category were you in? Were you the person that didn't set a goal in January in the first place, or were you in the category of having set it and then basically stopped being consistent six or so weeks in? So either way, you'll get an opportunity to see what you've accomplished so far this year and to set goals for the rest of the year. There's, if you look at a year kind of at large, I guess, it's very easy for me having worked in, in this industry for coming up on 16 years. That's an exaggeration. It's, it's, it's well into 15, but 16 won't be until the end of the year. But anyway, it's very easy for me to see the ebbs and flows in effort and enthusiasm towards these weight loss goals. When I was working in commercial gyms, we would have obviously the January rush. We would have, it was called Augtember, which was like end of, end of August, early September, we'd get another rush, which was like, okay, kids are going back to school. I can get back into a routine. Um, I've had, you know, a, and a summer where I've, you know, gone to all the barbecues and I've done all, all the happy hours and cocktails and things like that. And I know I need to like buckle down before the holidays. So those are these two big rushes, but there's a lot of time in between. And I think one of the biggest missed opportunities is this time of year where you've kind of like January is far enough in the distance that that's like long worn off and you can hardly even really remember what that was like. You're starting to feel like you're kind of coming back to life as the weather gets nicer. But the small push you might have felt to kind of get yourself together for, for a spring break type trip or vacation or things like that, that's passed. And you're basically just kind of looking forward into the summer of like, well, I missed the boat on feeling good in a bathing suit. Still not going to feel comfortable in shorts or a tank top. So like kind of why bother? And that's just so defeating. It's not, it's never too late to decide I'm going to, I'm going to recommit to these goals. And I think that's where it's important to be realistic with what those goals are is to actually look at like, okay, what is my lifestyle and what do I really feel like I can, can commit to this time of year? Obviously it's going to require some changes from what you normally do, because if you don't change, something's going to change, but you don't need to like swear off alcohol all summer. You don't need to say, I'm going to go vegan so that I'm not tempted by the burgers and the hot dogs at barbecues. You don't need to do any of that, but it's only early May. There is plenty of time for you to be feeling so much better, to be more confident, to be happier with how you're looking before summer, before you're you know, at the lake or going to the beach or anything like that. And that's what I want to help you do in this workshop. So what we're going to do is set goals that you can actually achieve the rest of this year and how to not get derailed by summer or lose oomph 
at the beginning of the school year when things get crazy. So what actually I see is not only do most people kind of feel like they take the summers off. Well, the kids aren't at school. We're out of routine. It's just really hard. You kind of kick the can down the road thinking once they get back to school, once we get some semblance of routine back, then I can prioritize this again. And it's like the transition is so prolonged that you don't really feel settled in your school year routines until close to the end of September. And then you have like October, early part of November to really be focused. And then it's Thanksgiving, it's the holidays again. So it's just this like, there's always going to be a reason that you are only able to be consistent for a month or two. So what I really want to help you do is learn how to work with those ebbs and flows, those seasons of the year, those seasons of your life, so that you can continue making progress regardless of the season. And I think it's really a great opportunity this time of year to, and I had a couple clients who started working with me around this time last year who were kind of on the fence about, should I start now or should I start in the fall? Because I, I know the summers are, are crazy busy for me. We're super social. We go to the lake house every weekend and it's, it just feels really disruptive. And they ended up being so glad that they started when they did because they were learning the tools to navigate their summers in a way that was enjoyable and supported their goals. The problem with waiting until the fall is that even if you're consistent the entire rest of the year, which is a challenge to begin with, you still haven't practiced what summer is going to be like. So you are more likely to just kind of revert back to those default behaviors of eating and drinking the way you usually do. So if you go into this summer thinking, okay, this is my first opportunity to practice handling this differently, then by the time you get to next summer, you'll have done it before. It'll be a lot easier. You'll you'll be able to learn from experience and you'll be a lot more successful and um, and it'll be a lot easier to maintain the progress you've made the rest of the year. The other couple things we're going to talk about on this workshop are why reaching these goals are so important. Because I think a lot of times, most of the women I talk to when I first ask about you know their their emotional connection to their goals, say something about their wanting their clothes to fit better, and that's important. And this time of year, you might be thinking, I want to you know wear shorts and a tank top. I want to wear a bathing suit and not be concerned about my roles and and how I look and be self conscious. But it's less about the clothes and more about that other stuff of feeling confident not being insecure, really feeling like you can live your life because you're engaged with your kids, you're doing the activities, you're not missing out on things. Like that's what's really driving you. So we're gonna get to the root of that because the more connected you are to that emotional reason, the easier it is to stay consistent and make the choices you need to that are going to support what you want long-term rather than what you want or what might be easiest right now. And then we're also gonna map out what has prevented you from reaching those goals in the past. It usually boils down to one of a few things, all of which I'll walk you through. But once you pinpoint what's been kind of the the obstacles before, then it's so much easier to overcome them. And we're going to talk about how to overcome them as well and put together your actual action plan for reaching your goals. Yes, throughout the summer. No, not by giving up alcohol and all the fun foods, um, but by being realistic with what you're expecting of yourself and, um, and how to do it. All of this stuff is really easy once it's laid out for you specifically. And that's what we're going to do. So this workshop is um, going to be on May 8th. I'm just looking at my calendar. Conveniently in my new studio kitchen is where my paper calendar is, which like my life is on. So we're looking at May 8th is Saturday, this upcoming Saturday. If you're listening to this the week it came out, 
The training is going to be at 10 a.m. Eastern, and it'll likely be around 90 minutes. I want to get through all of the um, presentation that I put together for you and then have time for a Q&A and things like that. You can sign up for that at estherayvan.com slash may-goals. And like I said, it's a free event. I'm going to walk you through really kind of these, these five objectives that I just kind of outlined in this episode. And then we'll be officially opening enrollment for our next round of foundations, which is our six-week group coaching program. So once you get all the information about setting realistic goals, once you know kind of what it's going to take to reach those goals, foundations is an excellent way to make sure that you actually implement what you've learned and that you stay consistent long enough to see the results and that you build the skills and you learn the tools you need to be successful, not just for the six weeks, but for the rest of summer, for the transition into fall, through the holidays, and for the rest of your life. So if you know that you want to get involved with foundations, you can sign up for the waitlist at estherayvent.com slash waitlist. Uh, no, just kidding, slash foundations. And whether you're on the waitlist or you attend the workshop, you'll get an early enrollment option before it opens to the public the following Monday. So if you want to guarantee yourself a spot, which are limited and do sell out, then um, either come to the workshop or sign up for the waitlist. If you can't come to the workshop live, no big deal. Still sign up for it anyway. I'll have the replay available through Monday. I'm only doing it for a limited time because I really want you to actually watch it and, and implement it. And I know that if it's available for forever, you will just continue leaving the reminder in your inbox and you'll never do it. That's what I do. So unless somebody gives me like a time frame, it's got to be done by this time, it's very easy to not make it a priority. So that's why it's only going to be available temporarily. But if you can't come at that time, 10 a.m. Eastern on Saturday, still register. I'll send the replay out right after and then you'll have all weekend and uh, Monday day to watch it. Hopefully this was helpful for you. I would love to see it's going to be on Zoom, so I could see your faces if you use your cameras, but I'd love to see at least your names on this workshop, and I will look forward to talking to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to the Live Diet Free Podcast, and if you enjoyed this episode, I would love to have you join me in my Facebook group by the same name, Live Diet Free. This is the most valuable weight loss and lifestyle group on Facebook. I have created it to be more valuable than courses you would pay money for. It has everything from years worth of trainings all about sustainable weight loss on topics that you request to workouts you can do from home to recipes to a weekly live Q&A that I do every Monday based on your questions. I would love to have you in there. You can join at estheravanfacebook.com slash groups slash live diet free.